Hit me, love it. Okay. Hello. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Uh, That show being Flop Culture. Yeah. Where we... Two flops. Dissect others. Yeah. (laughs) Brutally. (laughs) Two flops dissecting other flops. (laughs) Um, Today we're going to talk about Twilight. And the impact that it's had on the world and more importantly on us. As two 20-something queers. Freaks. (laughs) (laughs) As two weird (laughs) twihards. Who only know how to see the world through the lens of Edward Cullen and Bella Swan. (laughs) Yeah, so... I mean, first off, let's talk about that, like, in and of itself. Like, isn't it very bizarre that this completely unrelatable story has captured the imagination of so many? Yeah, so many. I don't know if it's one of those things where, like, people love it so ironically that they've sort of forgot and now love it, or if people actually love it. Because I think I love it. Mm. I don't, I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not pretending... (laughs) It's not something where I'm like, oh yeah, like, I love it. I think it's great material. And I'm, <laughs> the thing is, yeah, I'm like, I, it's not like Harry Potter when oh. I've actually, you know, like, I think looking back, historically, I did love Harry Potter much more than yeah. Twilight. But like, that's not really saying that I didn't like Twilight because I did. Yeah. I was just obsessed with Harry Potter. Yeah, so obsessed. I um, feel like I read the Twilight books after, or obviously after, but like, they were like the next big series I mm. think I got into. Like, the big phenomenon. And I think I probably thought at the time, I was like, oh, this isn't as cool, because it was a straight-up love story instead yeah. of being, like, an adventure. But looking back now, I'm like, with Twilight, I'm like, maybe because it's less, like, there's a message here. <laughs> it's easier to, like, relate to now, because the message is, what, what would, the fuck is happening? Yeah, what would the message of Twilight be? <laughs> the, the, the general themes of Twilight, well... 107-year-old vampires are really good at... Pedophilia is cool! <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, like, there, it doesn't make any sense, so it's much easier to, like... <laughs> Love, I guess, because it's just like this is bullshit. Do you remember like the the cultural phenomenon it was? Do you remember like going to the cinema and do you remember like that sort of side of it? Because I feel like I kind of don't anymore. But I remember being such. Do you remember like the online presence it had on Tumblr and such? Well, it was the start. Yeah, it was when like (laughs) blogging was just sort of taking off. So just for anyone that doesn't already know, I I mean, firstly, get a life, but like. Just for anyone who doesn't already know what Twilight is, it's basically the story... It's a, a love story of sorts. Um, it's a, seri- about... it's a quad, really? quadrant of four books? Oh, four wait, books. There, there's more than four books now. Yeah. There was a novella, <laughs> Short Life of Brie Tanner. Did you read? Yes. So good. I loved it. I think and now there is, of course, Midnight Sun, the first book from Edward's mm-hmm. perspective. But I've interrupted Carol. But Hold Your Horses there oh. as well, because it's actually, yeah, it's the first book from Edward's perspective. But did you know in 2015, um, she released a book called Life and Death, Twilight Reimagined? Guess what? Guess what was different about it? It was from Edward's perspective? No. It was That's from... Midnight Sun. It was um, a retelling where Edward was a girl and Bella was a boy. What? Yes, I know! <laughs> What's the point, who wants, Stephanie? Who wants that? Yes. <laughs> Stephanie, for fuck's sake. Like, just get an imagination or think about gender for more than two seconds, <laughs> I beg. <laughs> she actually doesn't have any imagination. The stories are so dull. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they... Uh, yeah, but it's okay. So, Edward and Bella, um, she is a very pale young girl from Phoenix, Arizona, and she moves to live with her father in... Charlie. Washington State, Charlie. Mm, it's my dad's Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Um, Charlie is for the <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, she moves to Washington State. It's super rainy. That's like a key theme of the book. It's yeah. how miserable the weather is. Yeah. Because, yeah. And um, she goes to the school in Forks and uh, there's vampires that also go to the school. And, <laughs> but they uh, look like 17-year-old fit high schoolers. Yeah. Mm. But they're all not. They're all super old. They're like 107. Yeah. Uh, but they just go to the school because they've got nothing else to do i guess and um they have to like fit into society right humans yeah. aren't allowed to know about them so that's why they repeat school and but it's like 
why would you be like, okay. Why don't you just go and live somewhere else? Yeah, why would you be like, well, I guess the only thing we can do is do high school again and again and again. It's like, none of you could think of anything. Just six losers, basically. (laughs) And remember that bit where, like, there's, like, a big um, wall made out of all their graduation caps? Yeah, like, (laughs) They've been graduating for a century every single year. And it's like, no one's making... And that's the crazy thing, is that no other vampires are living this way. Like, they're all either living... Yeah, they all live in, like, tribes. They all live in, like, other countries, and they're all, like, all together. But these weird neeks were like, oh, we'll hang out with humans. But actually, the gag is, is that before Bella sort of comes into their life, they don't have any human friends. No. Because everyone thinks they're weird. Bella's the only one who's like, hmm, what's... Mm, They look cool. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They look like the cool kids. And they're just all like staring. Yeah, and they're really like pale and skinny. (laughs) (laughs) It's so strange. Like, um, But yeah, so she's moved 1,500 miles away from home. Crazy. That was a detail that I wrote down. I thought it was important. Yeah, definitely. Um, from that first book, Twilight, it was like a sensation. Oh, it yeah. took over the planet. And it. there were five films based on the book series, um, yeah. which took in over three billion at the box office. Crazy, right? And That's launched, insane. Yeah, and it launched like the careers, really, of like so many faces that we know and love. Yeah. Okay, Robert Patterson and Kristen Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also that other girl. Alice? No, 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 we don't hear from what Alice. What girl? Yeah, I was oh, going to say. fuck, she was in um, uh, Pitch Perfect. Oh! Anna Kendrick! Yeah! Yeah! I forgot she was in Twilight. Yeah! She's just so Pitch Perfect. I yeah. forgot. She she's was the so annoying Twilight friend. as well. Yeah, she's, she's the saying. annoying friend, the jealous one. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> she's like, such an annoying bitch. But yeah. We do stand. Yeah, we kind of stand. I don't think there's any one of the characters that don't stand. But yeah, like the movie, the uh, the success of the movies, despite their sort of like constant panning by the critics is so crazy like it didn't matter yeah. no one cared 14 year olds don't give a shit about what anyone has to say i mean this is it so like the franchise undoubtedly was super super successful huge but none of the films have ever got over 50 on rotten tomatoes no um which to be honest i mean it could be worse i mean the worst film on rotten tomatoes has like zero one tomato <laughs> yeah yeah so it's like i think 50 percent, considering the films are marketed at teen girls. I think it's pretty good. I yeah. mean, critics are, critics are cunts, first off. They and are. also, as well as that, They're wrong. 50%, I mean, glass half full. Yeah. I'd like to see how many tomatoes my film And Stephanie get, doesn't give a shit, does she? She's laughing all the way to the bank. Exactly, they all my are. My gosh, she doesn't yeah. care about critic reviews. Yeah, they all are, literally, all of them. Also, and it, everyone it kind of, Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, like, other films that, like, got panned purely because they were aimed at women. Like, I mean, Jennifer's body. I mean, obviously I'm not comparing... I mean, sure. I've there's... seen a lot of, like, people talking about Jennifer's body. Jennifer's body fucking is... It rips. I like, it's so good. I haven't seen Jennifer's body. It's I know really that's cool. really, like, wrong of me. As a... It's just got me all over it. It's so... It's twink. But I... Yeah. Dynamite. <laughs> it's so but good. But I've seen a lot of people sort of talk... Like, analyse it recently. Especially this Halloween. Yeah. So maybe it's... I mean, I feel like it always had quite a cult following, right? But yeah. I feel like people are, like, now super defensive of why it flopped. But that's because it like, was just marketed Megan Fox's completely... life has just been... Apparently she's been, like, dealt with really horribly by Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, she got a really rough go of it. Like, much, much like... I mean, again... I'm really reluctant to say that they're the same, but the way they were treated in the media is the same because it's like... Who, um... Uh, you know, they just sort of Kristen immediately... Stewart and No, like, the, the... Yeah, I mean, yeah, Jennifer, uh, Jennifer's Body and Megan Fox and to some extent Kristen Stewart and Twilight. Yeah. Because it's like, A, the actresses in their respective roles did the best they could. Yeah, my and, God. Yeah, and I think <laughs> they did a really good job. And B, it's like, just immediately because teenage girls liked it everyone was like this is shit yeah um, without even getting into the reasons why in twilight's case it was shit everyone and always or like, even given jennifer's body the props to be like actually this is amazing yeah everyone always takes the piss out of like the acting in twilight as if it's the fault of the stars <laughs> yeah but everyone who's gone on to work since has you know proven themselves to be at least mm. decent actors it's obviously just the shit scripts and the shit direction yeah that resulted in them being poor but like christian stewart has done good roles. But also, and Rob let's Pattinson look at that. is a fucking sick actor. Because the con- yeah. I've seen more of his work than hers. That's the only reason I'm saying it like that because I haven't really seen all of the stuff she's done. But I've seen enough to know that she's to good. To be honest, I, I. <laughs> but like is, the lighthouse, Rob but- Pattinson in the lighthouse. Mm. What the hell? An actor. But with Christmas Stewart, like I genuinely think Twilight might be one of her best roles. 
<laughs> there I was defending she, her, being like, she's better than that. She, because, like, I think that they portrayed the characters really well. The characters are freaks. Yeah. So if they so, end up looking yeah. like freaks, then it's no, no surprise, is it? Because it's like, yeah. that's, that's, yeah, that it's like, so that's weird. very good. Well done. It's just like weirdos falling stuff, in seen, love. Yeah, in other stuff I've seen her in, she's been really, like, I don't know, like a bit static, like... Have you seen that film where she's Joan Jett? I've always wanted oh, to watch it. Oh, no. That's really I want to watch it because she just looks fucking sexy. Yeah. But Again, I, one of her best. Honestly, the stuff that she's been like critically like lauded for recently, yeah. I, I've seen and I just, I don't well, think like, it's all that. Shopper. Yeah, and like Clouds of Sils Maria. Oh. I was like, this is, I don't know, like she's giving it all that intensity, but when it's not like a bit funny, it's not good. I'm yeah, like, like is... if you can't laugh at it. Yeah, I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, <laughs> um... But yeah, no. Um, and also, like, Marie Antoinette, you've seen. Sophia Coppola? Yeah. No, no, I haven't. Okay. Well, I watched it last night, and it's great. Um, okay, Cats and Dunce I love, though. What? Cats and Dunce. Oh, I thought it said Cats and Dogs, and I was like, well, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's like a- another film that, like, got mixed reviews, but it's like, it's because it was aimed at women. Yeah. And there wasn't really, like, any also, incentive for male critics to be like, huh, I wonder what this is about. They were just like, oh, this is boring. Um, Sophia Coppola is such a victim of that male-driven industry mm-hmm. to, like, the, the utmost degree. And it's crazy, because like, everyone... she's one of the most privileged women in film. And yeah. she can't even get around it. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, literally. She's a great director, though. Yeah. I yeah. haven't seen anything in a while. Like, I didn't see, like, The Beguiled. Was that her? That was yeah. her. Um, of any, yeah, but I love the work of hers that I've seen. Mm. Like, do you, like how she got blamed for, you know, destroying the Godfather trilogy? Those weird films by Francis Ford? And she's, like, acting in the third one, and everyone's like, she ruined it! Like, that's the reason, like, the Godfather 3 has such bad reviews because of her acting. Did you know that? That's so... Yeah. I feel like, I, have, I mean, I can't really comment because I don't know, but I feel like that's super misogynistic. I haven't seen She Might Be Shit. Yeah. But also, like... You know what, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming out on the side and no, yeah. she wasn't. She did a good job. <laughs> Even though I haven't seen yeah. it. I love that. That's not the point. <laughs> well, she's great behind the camera. And that's yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so it's it's very strange how much people seem, or seemed at the time, because I think it is kind of cool now until I like Twilight. It is. Like, it has such a, it's like, um, within meme culture, it's huge, you know? Mm. Twilight memes are so big, constantly yeah. all the time. And I feel like it is getting, like, funnier and, like, cooler to like Twilight and to be, like, a Twilight fan. And to have, like, a niche favourite character as well. Yeah. Like, I... Uh, yeah, in fact, I think that is... I've bonded with quite a few, like, on dating apps. Gays love Twilight. They do. I think that there's just a lot in it for the gays. Like, yeah, this is something... It's like, like sexy men. Uh, well, like, <laughs> well, yeah. Taylor Lautner when he's, like, really buff. And then skinny Edward Cullen. I yeah. Mean, there's something for everyone. Skinny, though. but like ripped Edward Cullen. Skinny, yeah. skinny ripped. He's tight. Skinny ripped Edward <laughs> And like big rugby player Emmett. Yeah. Emmett is the fittest. The bear. Who's the fit? Yeah. Like big thighs and huge arms. Yeah. Sexy, like tank man. <laughs> um, who is the fittest Cullen for you? The fittest Cullen? Yeah, like who's the sexiest? Uh, I bet there aren't that I many don't girls. Know. Yeah, well, I mean, the girls that there are, I'm not really into any of them just because of the way that they're... But Rosalie is like hella stunning. Is she though? Like, yeah, she's like super fit. I don't think so. I think in the book, but I'm, she's so in nasty. The film, I'm so distracted by her giant forehead. I don't know who that actress is, and I'm sorry to her. <laughs> but you want her, her to like no, be Esme. mean to you, like slap you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, Alice, she's such Alice a is the dom. sort of like cottagecore choice. She I think. fully actually is. maybe Rosalie's more cottagecore because she's like, oh, I want to be a mother. I want to be a bride. Yeah, she's very that. I feel like she's so BDSM though. Yeah. That's like, how I she feel can like she will. Handle Emma. Yeah. Isn't it so Yeah, gross? she can handle that big body. <laughs> you, know, in, you know, in the fourth book, when they're talking about, like, oh, ha, 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 all we want to do is, like, fuck all the time. Yeah. We just, like, had a baby. And then all the vampires are, like, joking with each other, being like, remember when Rosalie and Emmett got together and they just, like, shagged for 10 years? <laughs> and it's like, Ew. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, it's that... so, like, I don't think anyone... Oh, once they're, like, nice and married, of course. Yeah. <laughs> now they can bone away to their heart's content. I'm like, oh. It's so weird how they're all, like, married siblings. Like, I know they're not siblings, but they've been raised they live as a as family. Siblings, yeah. They, yeah, they live as a family, right? I think it's very bizarre. Like, the, the pet, like, Carlisle and Esme yeah. have, like, adopted them all. Yeah. But they're all just fucking and together. 
Yeah, and making sex jokes and bringing a child into it. Yeah, I guess I well, mean, they're not like technically adopted. They're sort of mm. just sort of like taken under the wing of, right? They're this sort of like protected by. It's like it's it's interesting to me that like a lot of the like TikTok teens and stuff are like super into Twilight and yeah. making up dances. Oh to my the god, Bella's yeah, my lullaby. sister, yeah, that's. But it's like it's interesting <laughs> because there's like a new generation of like sort of puritanism where like kids that are queer yeah. will be sort of like shaming like kink shaming is back in like a big way and I think what on TikTok or just in life yeah just in life like yeah. you know uh, yeah people sort of being like oh like yeah anyone who's into like leather or like kink yeah. stuff should sort of keep it to themselves because it's not safe to have around children I Ew. think that's so yeah and it's like coming from people that are supposedly okay so yeah like call me by your name how you know people being like it's paedophilia it's this yeah. it's like no, it isn't. And yeah. I mean, I can see why you'd make that argument, but to make it so strongly, I think is really strange. How old is the guy? I don't really care for Call Me By Your Name. That's fair. And that's that's your business. I watched it and I was but... like, this is a more boring version of Love Island. <laughs> I was like, this is so this boring. This is boring. <laughs> and I will not watch any more like, of it. I get it. Like maybe if I like sat and was like feeling, you know, maybe a little bit like in my gay feelings, if mm. I sat with it and like probably watched it, I could like get behind this sort of, dreary two-hour <laughs> cat and mouse chase of love but i couldn't and i won't <laughs> it was shit so okay this is <laughs> i think that the story appeals for me as a lesbian i watched it and i was like yes because yeah. it's all about yearning it's all about yeah. hidden touches it's all about like secret looks yeah and i fucking ate that shit up and i think twilight yeah. is very Even much as, like the a same. dirty fag i'm so behind you know the the secret looks and the, the yeah it's hot yeah it's and fucking that's why hot. i think that so many queers have found an affinity with twilight because yeah. it is so especially repressed. lesbians yes there you go it is so <laughs> it is so repressed and it is so much about like you know the the i mean it is also a lot about massive declarations of love which yeah is extremely and also gay, forbidden love yeah gay love is normally mm-hmm. very forbidden exactly that's like the case that i would put forward as to why everybody's so into it is because it is like for a teenage gay yeah. you know sort of you you know you're seeing yourself you know, someone who doesn't fit into the mold you know he's a vampire she's yeah. weird i don't know Every, she's weird but like she's hot she's know. hot weird yeah the boys want her the girls want to be here hell yeah <laughs> jealous <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> wish i was bella swan yeah but she's such a like jeans and a nice tea kind of girl yeah, which is she not makes very it look so good yeah it's because it's Kristen bloody stewart she's yeah gorgeous. she's so fit what the hell mm. but like you say fit of being weird yeah and kind of lame Absolutely. Like, who doesn't love a bit of, like, a hot loser? I mean... Do you like hot losers? Now that I'm grown, I'm into hot winners. <laughs> <laughs> Same, to be fair. I don't yeah. know what I'm talking about. I've transported myself back to... <laughs> but um, before, this is it. Like, when we were... Well, not so much you, but when I was trapped in rural England, it was yeah. like... Yeah, really, it meant a lot to me to see someone sort of flourish like that and yeah. you know find the find the people the person that she was like supposed to be with and sort of leave it all behind and yeah. blossom it's very like ugly duckling yeah really was twilight intertwined with your sort of youth queerness your teenage queerness did you do you remember because i was talking about this to you right the other day and i remember when i would go to the cinema to see the films and there were like those bits where like the the male actors would like take their tops off and everyone in the audience would be like oh my god and just like wolf whistle and scream and cry like I sort of like sunk in my seat a little bit because I was like obviously super attracted to like what was happening on screen but like couldn't outwardly express my my you know rock on (laughs) because it was sort of like something that I was still coming to terms with like at that age so it was sort of like a their forbidden love was my forbidden horny urges urges yeah that's mm. a better word but um, like in that it was just weird and i never really thought about it until we said that we were going to talk about twilight i was like oh wait i remember like feeling really weird in the cinema and sort of like repressed and because there were like so many fit men on the big screen yeah and it was just like weird so we had to unpick and work through it in my head i mean for me it was like i definitely realized that i wasn't attracted to Edward, Edward Cullen or, yeah Edward or Jacob I was like honestly both of these guys kind of suck because yeah. I do remember from my teenage years being like woke and being like they're both abusive like yeah. shut up their relationship is like textbook abuse textbook and like when you go back and watch it and read it like it's actually crazy that we all sort of 
Maybe we didn't want that. Maybe... Did you like watch Twilight with like a degree of ah? Uh, I want yeah. this. I mean, yeah, because like, it's just so intense. Yeah, it's but so intense. Dangerously so. Dangerously so. Do you like the Volturi? I'm really obsessed with them. I think that Arrow is obviously everything. No, Jane. She Jane. is the fit vampire. She is the fit she vampire. She is the one. Oh my God. I like have, it must be something to do with just sort of like queer youth, but I have such an obsession with sort of like femme fatales. <laughs> Like, the Grand High Witch, mm. queen in my life. <laughs> the girl alien in Mars Attacks. Like, with the big hair? Haven't seen. No, it's really... It's t- one of Tim Burton's older good films. Um, Super Camp, you'll love. But it's like a mar- like an alien pretending to be a person and she gets sent down. She's kind of like a human. She walks really weird. She has, like, really big hair to cover up her, like, big alien brain. <laughs> and is wearing, like, a sort of skin-tight... Dri- I love her. <laughs> Catwoman. Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman from Batman Returns by Tim Burton. All these sort of, like, dangerous women. It was much more prevalent when I was, like, super young. But Jane is one of my dangerous women. Mm. Like, the way she can just be like, I'm gonna hurt you. Pain. Yeah. And then, like, you're just like, <laughs> just by looking at you with those red eyes it was extremely I don't think they needed to add the word pain in just no it note. ruined it yeah, it, did. it was dumb yeah. it was so dumb <laughs> oh. it was so dumb and I wish I wish that they just had not done that because otherwise it's just like because I swear so it's prefaced of like she can hurt you with one look yeah and then she looks but then says pain yeah and it's like we've just been told also we can see what's happening <laughs> They didn't trust Lies. us with a thing. No. That film, they were like, honestly, well, I Listen, know- our audience is thick as pig yes. shit. We need to tell them every single yeah. thing. Very annoying. Yeah, um, so super jarring. <laughs> but, you know, she's still cool. We move. Yeah. Um, Michael Sheen was a really good aspect of the Twilight series. Yeah. He was so good as Arrow. I love how he was like, he was really good at acting, that he was like really intrigued by Bella as a as a phenomenon yeah. <laughs> that no one can understand her and he like yeah. touches her and like can't read her life history can he yeah. and he's like incredible <laughs> and it's so convincing he's so good at it he's so good I at mean, it I think that the Volturi yeah I would have much I mean obviously not because we, I think New is my favourite but... and I feel like they might be why like I love the idea of like the vampire royal family I would have loved to see more of them yeah so much more um, yeah, I would have, and also, you know what I really would have loved to see is like, you know, there's like, like Transylvanian 2 in Yes, Mar- And yeah. they come in, they, they're like, oh, the Volturi kicked us off our throne. Yeah. I see the downfall of the Volturi. I'm like, tell me that story. Give I, me that. I, I want to love... see like the Volturi overthrowing the Transylvanian. Yeah. It's like, it's like in the fourth book, fourth, fifth, fifth film, right? Where yeah. like all the vampires come from like all over the world yeah. and all their different like respective like sort of like tribes and colonies and families or whatever. And they were all so fucking cool. I know. I would love like a little spin-off miniseries. And this is it. So it's like, why is Stephanie Meyer being like, here's Twilight <laughs> all from Bella's shoes. Point of view. Here's Twilight from Charlie's armpit. It's like, just tell some of the other fucking stories. Yeah, we you, will lap it up. Yeah. We literally will lap it up. <laughs> you introduce all these fucking diverse cool characters for the last 50 pages of your final book and you're like no there must be more edward (laughs) like what the fuck you have something good there bitch like go with it honestly she just doesn't have the imagination does she i don't know okay so actually let's yeah i mean (laughs) let's talk about stephanie let's let's fucking talk about stephanie because I don't understand. I, I never... you know, I feel like you know more about her as a person than I do. I did research it for this. Yeah. So I can tell you what I found out. Isn't she, like, kind of racist? She, well, uh, just to the extent of, like, she's an American. And she, yeah. Like, she's a Isn't woman, she one of those people know? that's like, I just don't see black people, so that's why they're not in my work? Uh, I don't. I I couldn't find any like direct. Okay, cool. Who am I thinking it? of? That? I'm thinking of Tim Burton. Mm. Tim Burton. Burton recently. I don't know if it was outed. I don't know. I just saw people talking about it on the internet, and they were like, "Why do you never have any like black looking at least? Because you know how it's like fantasy, yeah. like weird monsters. Like, but there are also human characters in Tim Burton films." Oh, yeah. And um, everyone was like, why do you never have black people in, or any sort of different ethnic minority group in your films? And he was like, they're just not part of the fantasy that I make up in my head. Like very- Yikes. Vic- yeah. Like very- <laughs> Saying vi- the quiet part out yeah. loud. <laughs> like very Victoria's Secret being like, with trans people, that whole thing. Like trans people just aren't part of our fantasy when Victoria's Secret said that. 
very that sort of like erasure of anyone who is that's insane yeah like that's insane because he's just like literally he was like i want a film that is so pale blog <laughs> yes <laughs> literally but yeah i kind of thought that was stephanie t but i'm glad to hear that it's not i mean i'm not gonna say that it's not basically oh. i couldn't find, i couldn't find her in an interview saying i don't like black people okay but that's good stuff yeah. <laughs> but i did so in the first the director of the first film Catherine hardwick yes said that um Stephanie, she basically had pushed for more diversity, but Stephanie was pretty reluctant to have anyone also who was of colour apart from, like, the villain, Laurent. Oh, that's um, so tricky. Oh, yeah. my God, he's so fit. I and also that him. guy who almost hit Bella with his car in that one scene. You know, when Edward <laughs> saves her, um, but the guy driving so the, the car the is So the two black. roles of colour are villain and manslaughter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> villain and idiot. Yeah, that's really not cute. It's not. No. Like, it's just so unnecessary. <laughs> villain and idiot. Yeah, like, um, but that's just Stephanie, I guess. Um, so the director herself actually pushed for more diverse casting. Well, that's what she said. So oh, who the fuck she could be a fucking liar. But you know what's actually funny as well is that um, Robert Pattinson, because you know how he like famously... Hates Twilight. Yeah. He, <laughs> the reason why he was in Twilight... Well, again, like, I don't fucking trust these people. Up, cause no. Like, they knew it was going to be big. They just yeah. They made it in... 2007 I think I think but they right. already knew how big the it was going to be because they knew how big the book was yeah so people going back and being like oh. so basically Robert did Pattinson, you read the book before the film came out yeah did you mm. I got into the books once the first film came out that's fair yeah but carry on sorry. yeah I digress so um, <laughs> Robert Pattinson he basically said um in an interview that um he did Twilight because Catherine Hardwick was directing it and she'd done Lords of Dogtown and 13 which were like cool little indie movies yeah um and so he thought that this was gonna be like that that is such a bullshit it's fucking bullshit, lie <laughs> yeah no like, way oh. I mean, it's funny to me how much he hates Twilight. Yeah. But also, it's... I'm like, dude, chill out. Okay? Yeah. Because you're not, you're not above this. No. Like he's just a freak, though. Like, yeah. do you remember that interview of him? The recent one, and he was like, I just eat like tuna that I've microwaved and put like sriracha sauce like on top oh, and like microwave he's so, pasta. Yeah. Oh. He's weird. He, I don't um, like that about him being like, oh, I thought this was going to be like a cute little indie project and like it wasn't. Like yeah, you can't, you're you can't be like angry at the sort of like weird fame that Twilight has brought you when you knew the, everyone knew about the yeah, books. Yeah, you knew what the school well, was. Well, to be fair, he got he a is... lovely girlfriend out of it for a while. Kristen. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is pre-lesbian Kristen. Mm. You tend to forget. Is she bisexual or does she speak about herself as a lesbian now? So she doesn't speak about herself. She talks but about... But we speak for her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she talks about her relationship that that she like she talks about the relationships that she's in she used to be like super fucking private she never would talk about yeah and to her credit she was like when she started dating women she was like okay i've got to be more vocal about this because i i should be more vocal because yeah. i've got nothing to hide and it's not something to hide 100 i don't think she loves labels because she's like i'm an actress don't put me in a box which yeah, i respect whatever. but she is like openly and honestly dating women and has been since like 2015 so this is the thing that timing as well i reckon the franchise must have put so much pressure on mm-hmm. them as people because when like robert and Kristen were together it was sort of like all these fans' fantasies happening in real time, yeah. in real tangible life. Like imagine being like a twihard who was obsessed with the relationship and then it being real. Like you lose your shit. Like you'd go crazy. So like no wonder they were sort of were like forced together and had an unceremonious breakup because it must have been like... They, they, obviously they probably had feelings for each other, but there yeah. must have been so much pressure on them. But the thing is, is that I actually right? think that like as people, it's weird because it's like in a space where it's a wonder that they did find themselves in it together because <laughs> yeah. they seem like very similar and that they're both private. They're both pretty cool. For they're, both kinda they're both kind of weird. They're both yeah, like they're cool both weird, weirdos. Cool weirdos, yeah. right? And so like I do see them like as being a match, but just it's weird being like those two, but they're also playing Edward and Bella, these weird neeks like who are weird. <laughs> puritanical like maniacs it's just very strange like yeah. the whole thing I'm so glad it happened same <laughs> but it's it's very strange like Robert Pattinson has said that like he um, well he had issues with the fact that he was basically just being Stephanie Meyer's like fantasy like she wrote really yeah like she wrote the books being like um, she had a dream about this guy he was like a sexy vampire and then she wrote the books after it Oh, fuck. So it is strange how to the letter Twilight is, seems to be like her, yeah, like ideal, like, yeah, like her, it's, it's, it's bizarre. I didn't really know how that was, how it came to fruition. I didn't realise so, it was based off a sexy dream. She, yeah. <laughs> but it's because like, she is from a super religious family. She's like a Mormon. Yeah. And, um, Stephanie, right? Yeah. 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 And she's like from Phoenix. She like lived there. 
Um, okay. And she also, if you are familiar with the character, she does look a lot like Bella Swan in that she's got like, you know, long dark hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pale skin and brown eyes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's that. Also, like, she met her, the man that she would marry yeah. when she was four years old. That they went is, to the same church. That's crazy. Yeah. Who is this guy? Just some other Mormon who works in, like... How old is he? He's, yeah, well, he's probably the same, similar age as her. Oh. Um, but oh, like, I thought this was weird nonce territory. No, no. Okay. It's, it's, it's fine in that they had, like, an arranged <laughs> marriage. Like, yeah. it's literally, like, her dad told her that he would be, like, he was a good fit for a son-in-law. And she was like, I don't know if I really like this guy that much. And her dad was like, I don't really care. At what age? <laughs> this was when she was, like, 21. Oh, okay. And so then she was married, had three kids, had the sex dream about the vampire, wrote <laughs> <laughs> Twilight, yeah. became, became a billionaire, and yeah. then moved to fucking Washington State. She moved to rural Washington. Okay. She literally is living her Twilight fantasy she is right now. the weirdest thing about Twilight now. That oh. like, like, no wonder she, all she could write about was freaks. It's because okay. she is one. So this is what Robert Pattinson has said about her. She say, said that she was completely mad, and that she Stop. was convinced that she was Bella... <laughs> and, and that the book read like something that wasn't supposed to be published and that, get this it was like reading her sexual fantasy especially when she said it was based on a dream and it was like oh I've had this dream about this really sexy guy and she just writes the book about it and it's me <laughs> <laughs> what was this interview for? Um, she was just talking to, to like E this was like years ago yeah. and I think it was just he said so much shit that she was like I don't fucking care like oh my god that is but, so funny she yeah. is weird <laughs> she's fucking crazy yeah it's right? like she's completely mad and she's in love with her own fictional creation aren't we all I mean it's not what fiction is I yeah you should be in love with the things that you write yeah but then what it is a bit weird when they become Robert Pattinson <laughs> yeah was she involved the in the casting I don't yeah she must have she been was right involved. but it's like I don't mean to keep doing this because we are going to get to Fifty Shades mm. but it's in the way that Fifty Shades was such a fantasy for everyone that read it, including all the horny middle-aged women, that, like, you could never please who was Christian Grey. I read Fifty Shades when I was in high school, and it was embarrassing for me to read at that age, because I was like, this feels like... It literally did feel like reading somebody else's, like, you know, what the fuck ever... Wank bank diary. folder. Wank diary. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. I was like, this is just... I can't do this. Like, yeah. this is... I've tried to read it, but like it, even I, and I love fodder. <laughs> I, love, I especially love horny, boring fodder. If there's anything I could read, it's boring sex. I love it, but um, not that. It's just like I don't know. I feel like if there's too much emphasis on them, and there's less, and it's not. I feel like it should just all be about sex. Yeah. Like they're so boring. Yeah, they are so. They're boring. so shit. And again, like they're boring in the same way that Edward and Bella are kind of boring that they're like like they're very like they're they act like they're sort of liberated but they're not they're very like caught up in themselves yeah so it's not like what's hot about it is not what they think is hot about it that's the thing it's because stephanie never you know, gets she, bored of yeah like <laughs> her dreams yeah like she loves stephanie the rest of never her. stops dreaming it's completely <laughs> impractical and this is why we can continue to stand because it's like yeah. nobody would live like that <laughs> like i you know the amount of divorced women out there now who got married when they were 21 being like hooray I'm in love yeah and then 20 years later you're like oh god yeah oh my god because it's like you don't know what things are going to change it's so separate from reality that you just can't help help but stand it Yeah, yeah like Imagine, like, meeting someone... How old are they in high school? How old is high school? 17. Yeah, when you're, like, 17 and being like, I can't wait to be with you forever <laughs> and never die and just... <laughs> but that is, what, that is what, like, Christian America does. Yeah. That's how they are. They fully expect you to meet someone in high school, settle down and get married and then just start supporting Trump. That's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Have these people ever, like, been outside? No! <laughs> like, why do they... <laughs> Honestly, this... We can stand Twilight, but we do not support Christians. No, God. God, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. No way in hell. I can get behind Edward Cullen because he is, he a, is a bad boy. Yeah. Sexy Christian. Yeah, he's like killed he's... many people and he'll kill again. <laughs> <laughs> that's not very godly. No, but that's why, that's his whole thing. That's why he won't um, bone... Because <laughs> <laughs> he's sex. like, I'm worried about your soul. He thinks if they have premarital sex, she'll go to hell. When was the last time you read Breaking Dawn? Uh, too long ago. Okay. I haven't read it recently either. I, really I don't remember how the sex scene was 
written, right? I, don't I remember. remember being horny as fuck. I tell me. Just, 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 just being like, and then the sheets were torn apart. Yeah. The bed was in tatters. <laughs> because and me being like, huh. Obviously, I watched like the Twilight films on like a weekly basis. Yeah. Um, and like the sex scene in Breaking Dawn Part One, it's just like so funny <laughs> like all, all the bed ripping is just so dramatic yeah like, the, the, sound, the bed is like broken it's, in like, half. <laughs> it's like something has been bulldozed it's like they use the wrong sound effect in post and like but she's fine like she's yeah, got she's, some bruises on her yeah, arm like, but like how, fine. how the hell her pussy survived <laughs> i don't know i wonder like if she was like hell-bent on him being cast or if she later applied her fantasies to whoever would suit them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I, don't, I can't really imagine her being that exposed to Robert Pattinson, what he'd done before, like Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Yeah. And He's also, he was very young. young. <laughs> so very young. Very <laughs> young. Like, it's, so it'd be a bit weird if she... It would be super weird. Yeah. But, I mean, she's weird, a weird a fucking woman. So. She is fucking crazy. But I think, no, I think that she genuinely thinks of her husband as her Edward... Like, that's kind of cute it is kind of cute no I don't know I don't stand but, by what it is yeah I mean it, it is like she I don't think that she was looking at Robert Pattinson and being like I mean I wasn't there and yeah but I don't think she was just eyeing him like a piece of meat the whole time like, <laughs> I bet she like, was yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> she's like wow I can't wait to undress you yeah with my eyes can't and also wait on set four films time when we do a sex scene yeah <laughs> I am Bella <laughs> We were talking about this earlier, so I'm going to flip back to it. Quickly. Yeah, flip, baby. Um, flip flop. Just how Kristen Stewart was treated and how it like affected her mentally mm. is, I mean, we can we've already talked about how treated by the like, public. Yeah, or, okay. treated by the fans and treated by the press. Okay, because it's like Robert Pattinson has kind of like embraced that weird persona. Yeah, Kristen Stewart has always been super private yeah and i don't know if that is i feel like she's quite a shy person yeah she yeah i think so too super shy person um but she said that like especially towards the end of filming that like she was getting like panic attacks and used to be sick every day um like because on she set or just like in life just in life what because of just the phenomenon of it, that it was yeah the pressure the like the unbelievable amounts of pressure that she had to deal with as being like the figurehead yeah. of this thing that yeah. she didn't really understand yeah and she didn't even always really agree with because she's you know obviously been like okay this is kind of weird sometimes like yeah yeah it's kind of a weird story and always having to like be the face of it um do you do you reckon they thought it would be as big as it was like, i don't think that they had any idea to, no to know. and also to know like how people would respond how much they would invest in them as people yeah as well. yeah like how much they I just felt remember, ownership mm, like seeing photos of like rob and kristen together mm. all the time just like walking around yeah. like they're they were hounded by the press because there was yeah. such a demand for it you know from all these these but kids also how she was like you know kristen Stewart's the, yeah. <laughs> but she's like oh the moody one so like yeah. it pays more to get photos of her embracing that than just a to have photos of her smiling. Yeah. You know, Kristen Stewart, the moody one, and she she's she said that she was like super frustrated because she doesn't didn't want to like be the center of attention. She didn't want to be that person, and they made it out to seem like she was an asshole. Yeah. And, like, she said like I'm in no way rebellious. I'm in no way a contrarian. I just want people to like me. Oh. I know. We like her. We like you. Yeah. But like oh, it's like um, what is going on? That's sort of similar to this in like a modern context in terms of fans being insane and actually being kind of mean to the people like that gay that broke into charlie xcx's house did you hear about this the bling ring no but <laughs> yeah well kind of <laughs> um cool. charlie xcx like i'm familiar with her work yeah of course <laughs> we know but um like a crazy fan like broke into her home and like swam in her pool Aww. and she's now sold her house and moved because obviously i well it happened around the same time, so you can sort of put two and two together and presume that she was very uncomfortable in her own home because of such a thing, and she's now moved. And it's just Jesus. sort of like her fans are a specific breed of insane, to be honest. But yeah. um, of which we are fans. Yeah. But like her, her fans are like, I talk about them. I talk about us separately because I'm not like getting scary. her to fucking sign my dead nan's ashes <laughs> or whatever the fuck happened to her last tour. But um, but yeah, it's sort of like when those fans get so crazy that they cross over into ruining the lives of the people that they adore. Yeah. What is the? How does that make sense? 
I mean, it's 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 like half a dozen of one and then six of the other because it's like I I do believe that like celebrity culture is complete bullshit and we should it would all like we would all be so much better off if we stopped the ideal idealization of just normal people yeah. idealization of just regular people who are just trying to like, live their lives and do their jobs yeah but also when you do get so much the simple answer would be if you don't want to have the life of a famous rich person redistribute your wealth yeah because no one will give a fuck about you if you're just driving around in a fucking toyota prius they won't but you'll get clout from that yeah well maybe yeah maybe you'll like... get more clout for redistributing all your wealth and then you'll be more famous so you get more money and this is a never ending you're like, no but <laughs> <laughs> like, this is not what i wanted stop giving me this money <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe but i just i do yeah i think that um it's a lifestyle isn't it and people when you are when you live a life that's so unfamiliar to ordinary people ordinary yeah. people will be obsessed with the life that you live yeah um but i don't think i also feel like it's kind of like a result of um seeing characters sort of um brought to life with a person right mm. so like all the kids seeing this film it's like that's bella it's not really a human mm. it's, i mean yeah it's not really like an actual person it's sort of like maybe there's a bit of a disconnect with Kristen stewart as a person and bella swan as a character but then why am I defending kids not being able to understand the concept of acting? Like, leave her alone. Yeah. Like, she's not Bella Swan when she's in the street. Like <laughs> That's Stephanie Meyer, for fuck's sake. You want to bully someone? Yeah. <laughs> bully the freaky nonce. <laughs> Jesus, man. No, I mean, I'm sure super... she's not a nonce. I'm sure she's happily married to her, to her Edward. Yeah. We're sure. <laughs> Don't sue us. But it's not... It's... I don't know. I feel... Yeah, I think Kristen had an incredibly hard go. She it. did. I actually really sympathise with her. I'm sort of, but then again, I feel like she is referenced to Twilight more, yeah, than maybe Robert. I don't know if that's because Robert has done more high-profile sort of roles, but I feel like people don't even people still obviously talk about Twilight in relation to him. But I don't know if they do as much well, as I think with she her. She was just captured in that moment of time. You know, it's like she. You know, that was the start of her well not the start of her career but like where her career really started taking off yeah it also you know it was sort of like a book ended by the affair that she had yeah 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 and it's like with that director right who did Snow White and the Huntsman and then everyone called her a slag for that yeah she's got bullied because she's a girl basically Mm -hmm. I mean I don't think cheating is no great. no, no. <laughs> like, no I, super cool what I, she did but that's yeah. her business do you know what i mean like, yeah no i wasn't i heard that her and robert are like friends now anyway so it's like yeah i'm not gonna yeah obviously i don't condone also, that if they hadn't broken up she but that was would've... one thing you know she got bullied for years before that yeah. and that was just because she was a girl yeah like a girl in the in the public eye yeah yeah to the point where it like gave her serious serious anxiety yeah it's, it's just it's the most least chill thing ever and but I then like the it. other people in the twilight films just like where even are they now like emmett where is sexy emmett like has he he even acted also taylor lautner yeah what the hell where is he neither lautner i say taylor lautner also who the fuck cares no (laughs) where is he now yeah i don't need to say that name but it's it's weird because also did you know that he wasn't even native native american really yeah i um, thought he was just like tan yeah but he was playing a native american he's in a tribe for fuck's sake Oh, yeah. So this is actually an like interesting... Like indigenous America. Yeah, he is... Um, I think I think, they, I think they're Wamapot? No, that's Parks and Rec. Fuck! Uh. Um, he's <laughs> in a tribe called the Couliers. Couliers? Couliers, yeah. In real um, life? No. This was in the film. In the books. He's in a tribe called the Couliers. Yeah. In Twilight? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, no, I know. He was in a... Yeah, the yeah. wolves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. And then, Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> So, so like, what? I'm just explaining this just for the benefit of anyone who doesn't already know. Um, <laughs> Including in, me, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So in Twilight, there's Edward's vampire clan. And then yeah. on the other side of Forks, the town they live in, there is a Native American tribe called the Couliers. And um, Jacob Black is a part of that. He is Ed, um, Bella's other like love interest. Slash yeah, rival love Edwards. triangle. Um, and their tribe has this thing where they can like turn into wolves. It's... It's great. It's, yeah, they're uh, sort of like in, indigenous wolf people. Hello. Yes? Oh, it's just a notification on my phone. Anyway, yeah, so they're <laughs> indigenous wolf people. Um, but, um, yeah, and the lead actor for this role, Jacob Black, is Taylor Lautner. And he, well, the only actor. The guy who plays him is, yeah, um, yeah 
basically just hand. Just liked hand? Yeah. <laughs> and he was playing a Native American. It's like there was no need. Were, what about the other members of the tribe? The others were, I think some of them at least. But okay. it's like, so what was that just like? It's erasure. I thought Catherine Hardwick was all about diversity. Like, couldn't she find wow. like, a sexy, indigenous Native Absolutely American? Absolutely they could, but they just wanted this one specific guy who was <laughs> shark boy and lava girl. Like, Him! Yeah. <laughs> but it's like... They really wanted to, you know, to ride off the flames of that fantastic cinematic masterpiece. Yeah, and I mean, like, the... I think that Twilight touches on so many issues that it then just ignores. Like, so many interesting things. What, like, like social issues? Yeah. But I guess if it did... Again, this is how it's timeless. Yeah. It was, it was, it was just a, a snapshot of before. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Because Charlie certainly would have been a Trump supporter. There is no doubt in my mind. 100%, that is sad. yeah, yeah. Um, my dad's Charlie. It's my favourite line from the film. <laughs> yeah. My dad's Charlie. <laughs> my dad's Charlie. She's holding that cactus. Yeah! Like, Your hair's grown out. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> she's such a freak. Yeah. What were um, we talking about? Uh, just how it's like lucky that it never. Yeah. It never. It never explores its own environment. Yeah. You know, the the fact that there is. It was in that. It was. It was sort of like on the cusp of you know everyone sort of talking about injustice mm. in society. Like no one would have been like, why is the black guy a villain? Everyone would have just been like, look at that sexy man. Mm. As in, like, one of the white leads. Like, no <laughs> sure. no, no one would question it, you know what I mean? Yeah, which but, is, like, obviously, you know, ignorant. Yeah, one hunter, one hunter. Do you think that um, the vampires can vote? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, I bet there are so many plot holes like this. Do you think that they would vote? Who do you think they would have voted for in this election? Oh, my God. I feel like... Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they so would have voted for Trump. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're 107. They're obviously quite traditionalist. Yeah. Um, Edward screams Trump supporters. I feel like Carlisle is so Biden. Yeah. But Carlisle is like such a new age guy. Yeah, he He's is. like, He's all so of my crystals. kids are going to fuck each yeah. other. And <laughs> I... <laughs> So true. Um, I feel like Rosalie is so Trump. Yeah. She looks like Ivanka Trump. She does. She looks like if she had a kid, she would call it like Taylor or yeah. something. Yeah. Or like McKinnon. Yeah, and I feel yeah, she just looks like a blonde Trump supporter. She's like all of them, like the one like the news presenters on Fox News. Like yeah. she's very that. Um Alice is so Biden. No, I reckon Alice like Alice voted for Green. Oh, Alice, yeah. yeah, but like but also would she be dumb enough to waste her vote? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, she would. She would. Um, I don't know about the others. What about Jasper? He's... I mean, Jasper was literally in the Confederate Army. So, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I mean that says it all. Yeah, he's it, a really? Republican if we've if we've got one at all. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. so funny. Um, I kind of want to segue into Fifty Shades. Yeah, let's like do it. properly this time because I'll try and pull it up quickly because it was just the funniest thing I've ever read. And I think I messaged you about it because it's just like the most bizarre story. Um, I'll kind of start it while I'm searching it, but basically, um, is Jessie Ware British? Yes. Would you describe her as a singer-songwriter? Yes. British singer-songwriter <laughs> Jessie Ware, um, like, used to work at a PR firm with the author of the Fifty Shades of Grey series, E.L. James. Did you know this? No. Have I not told you this? No. So they used to work together. Let me find these quotes because it's just so much. Um... It's like, oh, I don't know if I can find it. But basically, um, they were working together. Sorry about the delay. And then E.L. James would start coming into work and, like, she'd be, like, losing all this weight, like, quite rapidly. And then, like, Jessie Ware would be like, are you okay? And then E.L. James would be like, no, I'm in love. And Jessie Ware was like, with who? Like, your husband? Or, like, your baby? And she was like, no, with Twilight. And apparently, like, she lost all this weight, became super obsessed with it as, like, a phenomenon, and then wrote Fifty Shades Not Sure After. What? <laughs> How old was she? I, I must don't know. know. I have to find this article. Like, 35 years old. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, it wasn't, be I mine. mean, the books aren't that old. She was definitely middle-aged. Oh. I mean, obviously, it's kind of a commonly known fact now that everyone knows that the, yeah. the Fifty Shades series was started off as a Twilight fanfic. I love how Jessie Ware is involved. Yes, it's so brilliant. Where is it the standard? I don't know. It's it's just so funny. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, why is E.L. James so mad? 
Like, she's obviously just absolutely nuts. I mean, they're all fucking batty, aren't they? Yeah. Honestly, these middle-aged white women will do anything. Oh, yeah, here we go. I'll read it out just to, like, clear up what I just mm-hmm. said. As a PA, she used to work alongside Fifty Shades of Grey author Erica Leonard. Oh, my God, I didn't know that's her real name. At the TV company Love Productions. She came back from the Christmas holidays and I said, Erica, you've lost loads of weight. Are you all right? And she went, I'm in love. And I said, your husband, your children? And she said twilight and then she started writing she couldn't stop she couldn't eat she was so consumed (laughs) that's so iconic she left her job (laughs) she left her job we were friends on facebook and i could see she was part of those twihards those 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 Like she's been indoctrinated. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing I know, it's her on Good Morning America, the author of Fifty Shades of Grey, this erotic novelist. He's a bestseller. But I was there. I was there when she decided to be an author. I sat opposite her. Wow. It's basically just. But like, why is Jesse Ware involved? That's it's just like so funny. it's so funny. But like, I just love the idea of her just like up for forty eight hours, wired, just like typing, and her room is dark apart from the glow of her laptop. And she's blasting out. This is such a weird, erotic. weird, like... I mean, the, the, the trail here is so hilarious. So, like, there's, <laughs> there's Stephanie Meyer being like, okay, right, I'm so... Like, I've had this dream. I'm so horny. Let's go. And then E.L. James, like, yeah. seeing that and being like, ah! Like, tapping away. And then Jesse Ware reading those books and being like, oh! And then, like, fucking writing, what's your pleasure? Like, ah! Amazing. Oh my god, it's like it follows. Yeah. It's like the STD ghost. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> but I like can't a wait to see ghost. what comes next. Like, what's next in the chain of what like inspiration? Could it be? What could it be? Honestly, I'd love to know. That's so funny. That's I'm actually amazing. reading Midnight Sun at the moment, the, the Edward mm-hmm. version, and it's it's kind of hard to get through. I forgot how descriptive she is of an author. She's very, very descriptive. And is it different in any way? Um, not like obviously like thing like different things that you didn't know happened the first time were kind of happening, but it's it's just the same. <laughs> like it's just the same thing. I can't wait to see how many times she's going to release the same book and how many times is she going to do the whole it. series from Edward? Do you reckon? Surely not. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> it's like eight hundred pages. I haven't even made a dent in it yet. It's, it's like the Bible. <laughs> you need to read it. I want to read it. Yeah, I know. We need to swap, but um. I'm reading The Wasp Factory, and I'm not even reading that, so I'm being very slow. I'm reading my phone. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, reading I'm reading Twitter. Twitter. I don't have the fucking mental capacity no, to read to books, else. especially not Edward's version <laughs> of events for 800 pages. Fuck of off. a story you already know. And love. Mm. I don't need to read it again. Maybe I'm just going to watch the films. Maybe yeah. Tonight. Maybe tonight, mm. yeah. I kind of want to drink tonight. Yeah. Maybe we can get drunk and watch Twilight. Yeah. I don't want to watch Twilight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> I was going to say and perfect segue to something that we should have spoken about already I was going to say we should get dr- drunk and listen to the Twilight soundtracks yes how good are those the soundtracks the soundtracks are so ahead of they're their like, time they're like what the fuck yeah like they're crazy it's remarkable that they really did that they didn't know the one good thing about this film <laughs> yeah. that I love non-ironically is those soundtracks the music it's so oh good. my god the exposure to muse that I have with Supermassive yeah. Black Hole from that fucking and you rounders. never known Muse before. Not rounders, They're so not like in your cricket. lane. No, Muse. Baseball. Based, yeah, one of them. <laughs> All the same, aren't they? Yeah. And I love the original songs, like Christina Perry, Thousand Years. Yeah. That song is beautiful. When I hear it, I want to cry. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, I listened beautiful. to it in the bath the other day and I like started like melting into myself. I was oh, like, wow. You're so in love, aren't you? Yeah, God. for a thousand years. <laughs> um, okay, well, I think that brings us to a, a neat closure yeah, point. Yeah, close, um, close on the best part of the Yeah, of the absolutely. Twilight Everyone go listen to Twilight soundtrack. And Christina Perry, Thousand Years. Yeah. Whatever it's called. Love You for a Thousand Years? I don't know. You'll find it. I'll love it for a thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like, thanks. Yeah. And... Ciao. Ciao. <laughs>